last two weeks, I've gotten this selection to read during worship. Isaiah 60, arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will be seen upon you, and nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes round about and see. They all gather together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from afar, and your daughters shall be carried in the arms. Then you shall see and be radiant, and your heart shall thrill and rejoice. Because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you, and the wealth of the nations shall come to you. Amen. We receive that word. That's, that's part of the dream of why we're even here. That the Lord would shine his light through this church and that sons and daughters would be reconciled to him. Amen. Um, we just have a couple announcements that we want to go through really quickly. If I should stay quiet, I think I'll be failing the Lord. You know, this morning I have so much to thank him for. It has been a tough going, but with the prayers of you saints, we've been lifted up. Our spirits have been lifted up. I just want, you know, the last few weeks, you know, I've had to toil and cry and support and, you know, be there for my wife because she was really going for a tough time. But this morning we read a psalm because the last three days, praise God, she's been doing much better. No pain medication. She's just been, you know, and God has just been good. And I want to just read a psalm that we read this morning. Psalms 118. We read this one that myself and my wife read. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. Because his mercy endureth forever. Let Israel now say that his mercy endureth forever. Let the house of Aaron now say that his mercy endureth forever. Let them that now fear the Lord say that his mercy endureth forever. And here now, he says, I called upon the Lord in distress. And the Lord answered me and set me in a large place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? The Lord taketh my part with them that help me. Therefore, I shall see my desire upon them that hate me. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord that can, than to put confidence in princes. All nations compass me about, but in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. They compass me about, yea, they compass me about, but in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. The Lord compassed me about like bees. They are quenched as the fire of funds, for in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. The voice of the Lord... The 
a voice of rejoicing, and salvation is in the tabernacles of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord doeth violently. The right hand of the Lord is exalting. The right hand of the Lord doeth violently. I shall not live. I shall die. I shall not die. I shall live. And I'm telling you this morning, I've got so much to thank God for. You know, it's been tough, but I don't know. How, we couldn't do it without the Lord. And one thing I must tell you, when you cry out to God, believe you me, he answers. Because I'm telling you, my wife will tell you on Wednesday night, she was in so much pain, I had gone to get firewood to, for, to prepare for the storm. And when I came back, she was crying over the phone, but her sister in New York was praying before. And in praying, she just, it's just like she couldn't figure out what happened, but the pain just, all pain had just left. And to this day, she hasn't taken any pain medication. So I just, uh, I got so much to thank God for. Amen. And thank you to all the brothers and yeah. sisters. Amen. Thank you. I'm totally open to allowing the Holy Spirit to do whatever he wants to do in the service. And so this is becoming a testimony service. I'm going to give, I know Dave has a testimony and Sharon. So glad that Sharon is here and for what God is doing. And so he, Dave, wants to share. I have to echo what David just shared with us. Because as you know, Sharon did have surgery about a month ago, brain surgery. And through this whole thing, felt now that being with her all the time, caring for her, if I did not, if I did not know the Lord, I would have crumbled. I think each one of us, when we, when we look at ourselves and we're honest with ourselves, the things that we go through, that we tend to get to a point. And I, I, noticed, I noticed this in my own life, because we get to a point where God will intervene because he, we, and I ask him to. He did. Mm -hmm. Because I have peace in my heart. And normally, I think I would have, I would have gone right off the end, or, you know, and, and sometimes because even though, even though we're faced with different circumstances, like David, when he was faced with Miranda's problems, and, and to know that God, God is here, He's not out there. He's here. Mm -hmm. And if we, if we as his children, if we as his children, just, it's been a month now, and I have learned, and I have believed, uh, just like that woman that went before in the, in the crowd and went up and touched Jesus' coat and said, if I just touch him, I'll be healed. Mm -hmm. And you know, we tend to think because Jesus doesn't heal us instantly, that he's not going to heal. Mm -hmm. And believe me, folks, believe me when I tell you this, God is in the healing business. That's right. He really is. Yep. And each one of us can, can lean on him and trust in him. I, I, you know, I told the Lord about eight weeks ago, four weeks ago now, 
that I would dance before the Lord like David danced before the ark. And, you know, I'm thinking, Lord, do you really want me to do that? I'll get out of your way. Uh, but I, I, I know that there's a verse, there's a verse here in Scripture uh, that I, I really would like to just share with, with each of you just for a second. And it's in Psalms, Psalm 105. It says, give thanks to the Lord, mm-hmm. call on his name. Mm-hmm. Make known among the nations what he has done. That's right. Sing to him. Mm-hmm. Sing praise to him. Yeah. Tell of all his wonderful acts. And that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that for, right. for the rest of my life. That's right. Amen. Glory in his name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. Remember the wonders he has done, his miracles and his judgments. He pronounced of descendants of Abraham, his servant or son of Jacob, his chosen one. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. So, you know, like I, like I say, and I don't want to, I don't want to, but thank you all so very, very much. Each one of you has blessed Sharon and I in such a great, great way because your prayers are answered. She's not completely healed yet, but she is completely healed. Amen. Right. Praise God. Right. I'm going to praise God. I don't have any music, but I'm going to dance. <laughs> <laughs> be remiss of me if I did not praise my God. Amen. Amen. For he has healed me. He has healed me from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. My God has healed me. Amen. Amen and amen. Uh, I know so many of you prayed for me. So many of you called me. So many of you encouraged me. And I'll tell you, just like both Dave and Dave shared, there were days when it was very dark, and you look in the mirror, and I looked in the mirror, and I was like, would I ever see my face again all normal? But God has restored me. All praise to him. Amen. Amen. Is there someone else who has a testimony this morning? No. Yeah, come on. You guys can have a seat. You know, I just want to praise God. Our youngest son was born with a club foot, and the Lord healed him. Yeah. It was oh, laid up against his leg, and it has, on its own, without surgery, healed itself. And we praise God for that. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> and uh, some of you may know, my oldest daughter, Emma, she was born with cataracts in both eyes when she was a baby. We prayed over her, and God healed one of the cataracts. Unfortunately, the last doctor's appointment, we got a bad report. But we know that God has not done healing her. That's right. And he's currently healing her. That's right. And so we're still believing God that he's going to finish that healing that he has begun. Hallelujah. Amen. This 
this is minor compared to what we've been hearing, but I just praise God that Jack and I aren't young, and uh, there was a lot of snow. And um, usually in the past, our son and daughter-in-law, who are not here now, they're in China, they would do all the shoveling while we would babysit the grandkids. And so uh, we prayed for strength and uh, protection, especially for Jack's back. He had surgery a, a year and a half ago. And God enabled us to go out and shovel a bunch of times, you know, get it all done. And we're, his back is fine, and I just give all the glory to God. Yeah. I know that's so minor, but that's, that's major. Two things. This, this past year, I just got a new job, and our finances got much better, thanks to a friend here at church, Sam. And another thing, um, my aunt got up, and she is with my mom. And I was very scared, because she, she's a tough old goat and doesn't listen, and nobody could go out and get her. And now she's with my mom, so I know where she is. So thank you all for praying. Um, I don't even know where to go from here. <laughs> so Happy New Year <laughs> to everybody. Welcome to 2018. You made it. You know, for some of us, this has been a year to cherish, and for the others of us, this has been a year to forget 2017. Whatever last year's tone for us was, this new year fills us with hope, doesn't it? A hope that, uh, that this year will bring some kind of change for us. We, we have this hope that this year God is going to bring some new opportunities in our lives, and a hope that this year... God is going to fulfill his purposes in our lives. This morning when you came in, I think you probably would have had a, uh, a handout. And um, I, we're not even, I don't, we're not even going to, we're not even going to do it. Like, <laughs> we're not even going to do it today. So, um, and Jimmy, you can just play a loop because we're not doing a mess, that message. Um, I was looking around Facebook and some other places, because that's what we do. We always go on Facebook, right? And everyone's posting this new year, new me, right? New year, new you kind of stuff. Anyone make some New Year's resolutions? How many of you are lying because we're only seven days in and you failed <laughs> at your New Year's? Yep. At least there's some honest people about that. You know, there's, there's nothing's ever going to happen unless we make certain decisions in our lives right? New Year's resolutions are fine, and they're all great, but things don't magically change in your life unless you make a decision to change yourself. There's a story uh, where Jesus, he's, he's walking to Galilee, and he's near Samaria, and he stops by at this well. And um, he goes to the well, and there's this lady there, and she went there because she's going to draw some water. But she's there at, at a different time because she's kind of seen as an outcast in society. 
And so she doesn't go when everyone else goes. She has to go a little bit later on in the day. And so there she is, and she's drawing water or going to draw some water from the well. And there is Jesus. This woman from Samaria, she, she needed a fresh new start in her life. And Jesus confronts her, and, and he, he says, he starts talking to her, and, and she's almost like, well, why are you even talking to me? You're not supposed to be talking to me. You're, you're, you're a Jew, and Jews don't talk to Samaritans. And Jews look so, they just look down at the people from Samaria with disgust. So she's surprised that this man is even talking to her. And Jesus says to her in John, in John chapter 4, he says, if you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. And she says to him, sir, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? You're not greater than our father Jacob, are you? Who gave us this well and drank from it himself and his sons and his cattle. And Jesus answered and said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water is going to thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him shall never thirst again. But the water that I will give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. And the woman says to him, Sir, give me this water so I will not be thirsty nor come all this way to draw. And he said to her, go call your husband and come here. And the woman answered and said to him, I have no husband. And Jesus said to her, you have correctly said, I have no husband for you have had five husbands. The one whom you're now with is not your husband. This you have said truly. Here she is and she just needs a fresh start. And Jesus offers it to her and says, look, you can be forgiven. And with the forgiveness of Jesus comes a fresh start. And some of us here, we need that, don't we? Not a fresh start for a new year, but a fresh start just in our lives. Some of us, we have put things in the way. Right? We've been talking about that through all of December, just how we prioritize things. Some of us, we... We prioritize our friends, we prioritize our family and our work and education, all those things. Those are good things, but sometimes they've come in the way of who Jesus is. And we need a fresh start. For the last few years, I've, I've uh, had the honor of, of uh, leading the New Year's service. And, and we've always kind of created a purpose statement, which was what that handout was. But the Holy Spirit's taken over, and, and Scripture's going to speak louder than I can ever speak. And so are testimonies. In fact, Scripture says that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of our testimonies. And so this morning, I'm just going to ask if our deacons and our deacon spouses, would you guys come forward today? Because we want to do something special here, and we want to pray over every single person who's here 
this morning. And um, so deacons and spouses, if you guys would, would just prepare yourself here. And we're going to spend a little time here at the altar today, and we want to pray over everyone and anoint you with oil, because I believe that God has some big things in store for us. I believe that God has some big plans for you, for your family, and for us as a church. And you're going to hear more about that in the weeks to come, and, and I'm hoping that you're getting excited about next week. Next week is Vision Sunday, and we're going to be talking about our dreams for this church and what we believe God is leading us to in 2018. But there are some of us who are here who need that fresh start with Jesus. And Jesus, Jesus knows your heart. He knows what's going on in your life, just like he knew what was going on with this lady. And he says, stop quenching your thirst with the things of this world. I kind of heard that this morning from Millie when she gave that word today. You're never going to quench your appetite, never going to quench your thirst by putting things ahead of Jesus. Jesus is the only one who can offer you what you need. And so as we begin this new year, we're going to start it right. And we're going to start it with Jesus. Is Tim around? I've lost him. All right, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to start, we're going to go back into some praise and we're going to go back into some worship. I'm just going to ask that you would file up the, uh, up the center aisles Come and be prayed for, and you return to your seats up the side aisles. So as soon as Tim starts, starts playing, that's what we're going to do. And we're going to center our lives around Jesus. And we're going to have Jesus as the center of our lives. Amen. center of it all, with Jesus at the center of it all, from beginning to the end, it'll always be, it's always been you, Jesus, Jesus, oh, Jesus at center of it all, and Jesus at the center of it all, from beginning to the end, it'll always be, it's always been you, Jesus, Jesus, nothing else matters. Jesus, you're the center, everything we 
Shall confess you. 
So I wait for you. So I So I wait for you. So I wait for 
Jesus, you're all 
out being prayed over. I encourage you to do that. And uh, Tim's going to lead us in some more worship. You're welcome to stay and worship where you're at. And if you uh, need to pick up your kids, if you need to leave, we ask that you would leave quietly. The end of the story, the disciples come and they don't question Jesus or what he's doing. But the woman leaves and she goes and tells everybody about who this Jesus is. And the people believe immediately. They believe. And that's our role in this whole thing. Because of what Jesus has done for us, because he has offered us eternal life, and because we have received that gift of salvation, our role is to go and to tell that others too might believe and that others too might receive. So this morning, I want to leave you with this. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord shine his face on you, and may he give you peace. And may the will of God be accomplished in your life as we work towards living for his purposes in 2018. God bless you this morning. We look forward to the great things God has in store for us as a church in this new year. You don't want to miss Vision Sunday next week. God bless you.